plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the San Diego Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the fourth edition of the Locked On Chargers podcast. It is Thursday. The Broncos are in first place in the AFC West, so I wonder who's going to join them on Sunday. Perhaps the Chiefs, perhaps the Chargers, perhaps the Raiders. We do know one thing. One of those teams, barring the rare tie, is going to have a loss because the Chargers and the Chiefs, yep, they get to go after one another at Arrowhead Stadium. Noontime start in KC, 10 o'clock Pacific time. It's going to be just a tremendous atmosphere. I mean, we're going to let Philip Rivers talk an awful lot tonight. By the way, uh, my name is Derek Togerson. I am the host of Locked On Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcasting Network. I am also the lead sports reporter for NBC7 Sports Rap in San Diego. Also host some Padre Social Hour. If it's sports in San Diego, I like to talk about it a lot. Thank you very much for your time and for giving this uh, this show a shot. This is a podcast for NFL and Chargers fans by an NFL and Charger fan. Okay. Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. They've both played in Arrowhead a lot of times. Antonio Gates since 03. Philip Rivers been on the team since 04. Of course, didn't start playing until 06. Drew Brees getting those two starts when Philip was a just a youngster in his career. So they know Arrowhead really well, and they have nothing but respect for going in there with that fan base and that atmosphere. you got to imagine it's going to be ramped up to that 140 decibel level on Sunday afternoon. So we talked to those guys a little bit this week to see just how much they love being around Arrowhead and, and what it's like to go in there and play in that kind of an atmosphere. It's, it's arguably as loud as any place. I mean, Seattle's the only one that comes to mind that you could argue is louder, but um, it's awesome. I mean, it's, it, to me, it's old school NFL, uh, the atmosphere. Great fans and and um, great place to play. Obviously, in the division, the place you've been a, a bunch of times. Now this will be what, I guess, 25th time I've been in there, or, or I'm sorry, 13th time I've been in there, playing them, uh, you know, there every year. So um, it's always always awesome place to go. The crowd noise uh, plays a major role in what they what they do and uh, what they try to accomplish, and uh, it's always been difficult to win in this division alone. Obviously, Arrowhead is a very, very hostile environment, and uh, it's going to take us to be focused and matching their intensity and then just going in and, you know, probably taking care of the football to give us the opportunity to win the football game. Yeah, that place is uh, certainly going to be rocking, and, and it's interesting because a lot of the guys say it's loud, it's crazy, it's nuts, it's difficult. But at the same time, they love it. Like that is, it's almost got kind of a collegiate feel to it. They love that team so much, like going into Tuscaloosa or Norman, Oklahoma, you know, a place with, with lots of tradition. That's kind of the feel of Arrowhead Stadium. One of my personal favorite places to see a sporting event of any kind. Tremendous spot. Uh, not been really kind to the Chargers the last couple of trips. So last two times San Diego went there, uh, the Chargers have scored a grand total of 10 points. And Phillip Rivers has been sacked It's in double digits. It's He's been beaten to a pulp 
by that Kansas City front. And, you know, he's had some good games out there at Arrowhead, too. Won a few before that. But the last couple of times they've been there, man, it has not been a real great time. In fact, last year, the last two years, Chargers have lost four in a row to the Chiefs. The last two, and last year, as Phillip told us, um, it was really bad in both the home and away game. We scored, what, six points on it last year. So uh, it's going to take, I, I believe in our defense, but I, I believe it's going to take more than a field goal to win. So we have to certainly play better than we have in the past two times against them. I'm going to guess six points is not going to get it done. Phillip, you're absolutely right. Uh, Getting House scored 33-3 at home and then 10-3 at Arrowhead. But like you heard Phillip say, they didn't have Keenan Allen for either one of those games. That's going to be a huge addition to get that guy back in the mix. I remember his first game as a rookie back at Arrowhead. He caught like 10-11 balls for 150 or so yards. He had a monster game that night or that afternoon. Did not get in the end zone, but the Chargers won it 41-38, and that helped propel them into their playoff run that year. Uh, but as Phillip said too, this is not the same Charger team, all right? The roster turnover continues to be awfully substantial for San Diego, while the Chiefs have most of their guys back, although Jamal Charles not gonna play, uh, Justin Houston not going to play. Tom Bahali is going to be limited in his role. You have a lot of guys not there, but the Chargers roster is, is very vastly different. So Philip kind of talked about that as maybe a way for, for the Chargers and Chargers fans to say, okay, we can forget about the last couple of years and certainly about last year and move forward because this really is a different makeup of a team. You definitely have trotting a different offense out there. Obviously you have Keenan healthy. Uh, you have Melvin healthy. Uh, have, you know, different up front in the sense of its center and I don't even remember at that point where we were in the shuffle last year um, you throw in Travis and Tyrell and uh, Dontrell and Gage throw in Hunter Henry so it's a it's a, certainly we're uh, we're a different team as well than we were when we went in there last year and and when we played them at home we didn't have Keenan we didn't have Keenan either time yeah that's a good point as well I mean a lot of these guys you know Melvin Gordon was a shell of what he is now last year you had you know uh, you didn't have Keenan Allen you didn't the, the offensive line was was nothing last year Philip really didn't have a whole lot of guys to to throw the ball to or to have or have protect them this year they're going to have their full complement of people. Looks like DJ Fluker is probably going to play. But the big problem, the big issue of the day coming out of Chargers camp on Thursday was all of a sudden Jason Verrett, the Pro Bowl defensive back, showing up on the injury report. He has a calf issue. He was limited in practice on Thursday, was in getting a lot of treatment instead of being on the practice field. That is a huge, huge concern for the Chargers simply because they're already thin at defensive back, all right? You got Brandon Flowers, who looked good in the preseason. You got Casey Hayward, who looked great in the preseason. Then you have Jason Verrett, who looked great in the preseason. Then you have Craig Mager, the second-year guy, got some valuable game experience last year. But is he ready to step in the starting rotation? And then Pierre Ducier. Well, they weren't even sure if he was going to be active for this game because they just on Sunday claimed him off of waivers from the Cleveland Browns. He still has to learn the system, has to learn the calls. He's big, six foot. 200 pounds he's talented the guy can certainly play the game but if you have to rely on him to come in I mean if he's your fourth defensive back because Verrett can't go and you have to put him in the game you're gonna have to have guys you know Jaleel Adai and and Jason Verrett Verrett won't be out there Brandon Flowers literally coaching him on the field showing him where to go and, and what the call is and what the scheme is that's going to be incredibly dicey especially against a Chiefs team that seems like it's going to open the offense up a little bit more this year and let Alex Smith 
take some more shots down the field. I mean, it worked obviously with Jeremy Macklin, who's a huge receiving threat down the field in 2015. So if Jason Verrett is limited, and that's been the knock on him his whole career, he's a tremendous kid, great guy, great family, amazing football player. In fact, Pro Football Focus, or sorry, uh, sorry, Football Outsiders, one of the statistical websites, says the last two years, Jason Verrett has been the most effective defensive back, statistically speaking, in the National Football League. The problem is he can't stay on the field enough. Last year, played 14 games. That, after going to six games in his rookie season, he needs to stay healthy, not only for his career, but because the Chargers are going to rely so much on him. I mean, you saw it last year. Teams started not throwing at him. He can lock down that half of the field, and then you don't have to, to really worry about that. He can follow the other team's best receiver around. I mean, he was going to be the guy, if he's not playing on Sunday, he was going to be the guy on Jeremy Macklin. Wherever Macklin goes, that's where Jason Verrett goes. And he can take that guy almost completely out of the Chiefs' offense, and that severely hinders their ability to throw the football, especially with you know Travis Kelsey's health being in question. So, Jason Verrett, please get well soon. The Chargers need you, and they need you in a big, big way. All right, just a reminder, we are a part of the Locked On Podcasting Network, all 32 NFL teams, 30 NBA teams as well, plus uh, lots of fantasy. The Locked On Fantasy Show is tremendous. Make sure you subscribe to any of them and all of them. And I'll tell you what, Charger fans, I will encourage you to whoever the Chargers are playing that week, Give that podcast a subscription. Check it out on iTunes. You can also check it out on audioboom.com. Just search for Locked On. Locked On Chargers, of course, is this one. But all these guys in the Locked On Podcasting Network, they do a tremendous job. They're very well prepared. They know what they're talking about. Been a a pleasure to get to know some of them. Uh, Ryan and Chris over with Locked On Chiefs. Give them a listen so you can figure out what the opposition's up to each week. And then stick with them throughout the whole year. Everybody does a really really nice job on, on getting put Football fans prepared for what's going on. Also, Matt Williamson with the Locked On NFL podcast does a great job. He's been writing for two decades plus, covering the National Football League. He does. He's locked in uh, being locked on with what's going on around the NFL. So, uh, y'all, make sure you give all those a listen. Really great talking to you. Thank you again. Also, remember, we want the show to be interactive. So if you have any questions you want me to address, tweet me at Derek, D-E-R-E-K, N-B-C-S-D, or on Facebook, Derek Togerson, N-B-C-7, San Diego. Uh, I return messages. I like to get back to you and uh, use any of you all uh, on the podcast. Also, quick shout out to Rob Sprague and British Bolts. Yes, there is a huge Bolt contingency of Charger fans on the UK over there on the island. Uh, so, so you guys, looking forward to answering all of your questions. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for checking it out. Um, Going to have one more for you on Friday, and then on Saturday, I hop on that big old jet airliner and head out to Kansas City, Missouri to go see that game on Sunday. I will give you a prediction and a score on the game on Friday. Everybody, once again, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you later. Have a great night. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the San Diego Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. 
Stop. At MetroPCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to MetroPCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.